3: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black, and you you guessed it, I am he, and you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio, living life like it matters, and today, uh, I'm going to go to core. I know, John, they're probably surprised that I go deep, but I, I like to go deep. I'm not a surface dweller. Right on. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't snorkel. Uh, scuba dive, let's go. Uh, put it on. A uh, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus, that's why, because we're going to be down there for a while. So I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go to the core. I'm going to go to our nature, our spirit, our hearts, our attitude, our lot in life. Isn't that incredible? People call it their lot in life. That's permanent. A lot's part of the dirt. It's earth. That's my lot. That's my cemetery. That's my ball and chain. That's just the way it is. Life's a beach, beach ball. And then you die, right? Right. The good book has a proverb that says a dog returns to its vomit, and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to the mire. We're going to go into that today. Why? Because that's what dogs and pigs do, right? Why does a cat meow? It's a cat. Why does a dog bark? It's a dog. Why do we do what we do? Yeah, because that's what we've been programmed to do, just like that duck. You know, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, John, what do you think it is? Eh, yeah. it's a duck right that's what we've been programmed to do see the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results and that's why if you want lasting change it must occur from the inside out and today I'm going to be joined by a couple of great gentlemen uh, who were a part of my last uh, leadership awakening class and I want you to know change is possible and long-term change is possible when it's done right. And so today I wanna unpack this concept, Prodigal Pigs No More, team two, two, three, four. Now, Prodigal Pigs, what is he talking about? Well, most of us, whether you're a, a Bible-believing Christian or not, you probably heard the story of the prodigal son, right? You know that one. You know, a rich man has two sons, and uh, one likes the good life. Not the life he's living that he doesn't think's that good. You know, the grass is always greener on the other side. So he says, hey, Dad, uh, I know you're not dead yet, but I want half your stuff. You know, Do I you have enjoy- a right to half your stuff. So, hey, give me your stuff. I'm uh, ready to go out on my own. Your stuff when you're dead does me no good, so I want your stuff now. Now, by Jewish law, he could have killed him. He could have had him stoned. And I don't mean uh, roll him up and smoke him stoned. I mean stoned, killed. But you know what the father did? The father did honor him. Okay, sure. Here's your uh, inheritance. Uh, Here's your blessing. Go, son. He goes and he spends on all kinds of dirty stuff. Prostitutes and liquor and drugs and sex and porn and... All the – well, I guess we all know now. It's not written there. Don't tell me Las Vegas isn't in the Bible. Can you use it to open a beer? Right. Yeah, right. He went there and he experienced the, quote, Las Vegas lifestyle. It, It stayed in the pig pen. What happens in the pig pen stays in the pig pen, right? And so he runs out of money. And what do you know? When you run out of money, you also run out of friends. And what do you know? When you run out of friends, you also run out of opportunities to have a shelter over your head or someplace to lay your head. And so he was without work. He was without anything. And so uh, he got a job as a pig farmer. And, you know, think about this. In Jewish days, a pig was the worst creature ever. A pig farmer was, uh, you're basically following dogs around and picking up their poop and holding on to it. That, to a Jewish person, is what a pig farmer would be. And so it got so bad that not only was he a pig farmer, but he had no place to sleep. He had no food to eat. So he actually ate what the pigs ate. And he slept in that stuff. And he said, you know what? This is crazy. My daddy is wealthy. My daddy's up the hill there. And he has, even his servants, eat better than this. And they sleep better than this. And so he said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to humble myself. And I'm going to go ask my daddy. Uh, I, don't, I don't deserve to be your son. But, man, can I be your servant? Can I be your slave? Can I, can I just work for you, daddy? Because uh, even working for you is way better than uh, this. And so the uh, story goes, he goes up, he starts getting close, and as he's getting close, his dad's been looking for him, he's been sitting on the porch, and his dad ran toward him, that Jewish man didn't do that, you had to pick up your skirt, uh, you had to pick up your skirt and run, and it was a, it, you didn't do that as a Jewish man, people ran to you, you didn't run to anybody, that's a picture of our father. And so we know it as the, as the prodigal son, but it should be really prodigal sons because the other son was Mr. Religion. The other son stayed but was bitter and griping and thought that he deserved more because of what he did. It was all workspace. So, but then there's a saying in the Bible that I quoted, 2 Peter two twenty two that says this. A dog returns to his vomit, and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns to the mire. Now think about this. And why do they do that? Because that's their nature. That's their nature. And see, a dog and a pig uh, to a Jew were the two worst things. But here's what it's saying. See, just like that prodigal son. Think about this. When that prodigal son, if he in the pigsty, if he would have died while he was slopping for pigsty, was he in the pigsty eating it? Here's the question. Would he have died a pig or would he have died the son of the father? See, he was behaving like a pig, but he wasn't a pig. He was the son of the father. And so even if he would have died in the pigsty, he would have died as a son, not as a pig. And see, that's what this other parable means, that a dog returns his vomit, and a sow, after cleaning herself, returns the mire. See, you can take a pig out of the mire. You can clean it up. You can wipe it down. You can send it to manners training. You can put a Bible in its hand, you could put a bow on its neck, Uh, you could put a flower in its hair, but you know what? It's a pig and at some point it's going to want to wallow in the mire. At some point it gets its comfort, it cleans itself, it scratches itself, it is wired to roll in the mud. And that's another reason why the Bible says don't cast your pearl among the swine. Because you have something of great value. It's called you. It's called your wisdom. It's called your experience. And to cast it at the feet of people who won't use it, who won't value it, who will just trample on it like a pig and a pearl. Don't you get it? Why do I tell you this story? Because there's a lot of prodigals out there. See, that boy was a son of the father no matter where he was, but he was behaving like he was something he wasn't. And that pig was always a pig. And even though he went in the father's house, he was still a pig. He never changed his identity. He never changed his spirit. He just changed the outside. And what's great about what I do, ladies and gentlemen, is I create an environment where each individual has to take a 100% honest look at themselves. See, life pulls on us. And all of a sudden, we're a son that's acting like a pig. And maybe to fit in, we're a pig who's acting like a son. But one thing's true. The good the proverb says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair because when the pressure gets so great, when everything else gets taken away, you'll find out who you got. And today you're going to hear from a couple graduates who maybe they weren't acting like pigs, but they were not living to their full potential. And this weekend they learned that they're better than that. They got a chance to pull off the rat race of life and take a look at their life to ask themselves questions, who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that God breathed life into this carbon-based life form? What difference did it make that the God of the universe created life in me? And for some of us, he chose to call us his own, to call us out, to separate us, to make us holy, so that we too could make a huge impact. And today I wanna give you hope. I want to give you hope that the prodigal always comes home. Whether you're talking about the prodigal son or the prodigal pig, we all come home. But I'm going to tell you right now, most of us are sons and daughters. We're better than this. Just because you've been acting like a pig doesn't make you a pig. It's time to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again because we're better than that. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about the prodigal pig. No more with team two, three, four. I'll be right back. Who am I?
0: I don't know. You talking to me? That's likeitmatters.net.
4: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
3: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio This is where we're living life like it matters There is no greater purpose in life Than to live your life like it matters Because that's the reason for existence And we get so bogged down, so dirty down with just life we're getting through stuff, getting through the next week, getting through the next pay period, getting through the next month, getting through the next school year, getting through the next summer, getting through the next divorce, getting through the next marriage, getting through the next baby, getting through the next cold season, getting through the next hot season, getting through the next termite season, getting through the, woo! Anybody sick and tired of being sick and tired? And not only that, then we got shiny objects. We got squirrels. We got distractions. And then we got trauma and drama. Right. We all have pain, some more so than others. Some God trusts some of us more than some of you folk out there because pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. And if you haven't had that much pain, then you can't really help that many people. More pain, if you use it for the better instead of the bitter, you can help more people. Why do you think I get to help so many people? because I know what it feels like to hurt. I got street cred. See, most people, if you want to know what's really going on in their head, remember the ones that when you ask them how they're doing, they say, I'm doing great, awesome, yeah, I'm good. You want to know what's really going on in their head? Hey, John, why don't you drop that for them? I feel all dead inside. I'm backed up in a dark corner, and I don't know who's hitting me. Hmm. Yeah, do you know this? That, uh, the body naturally can defend itself. That when the body sees a blow coming, someone come to punch you, it tightens up a certain spot. And so when you put a bag over someone's head and you start punching them, uh, they can't defend themselves. That's why what we did to Jesus, when we put a bag over his head and we punched him and spit on his face and knocked him around and say, Oh, oh, Messiah, tell us who's hitting you. Why don't you? Right? That's why it's bad. And so that's how a lot of people feel. But you come to my training, I get you cleaned up. Matter of fact, let's go to the phone lines. Let's see how cleaned up we can get. Uh, let's go to line number two. Dallin, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend?
6: Oh, uh, Mr. Black, I am
3: doing great. It <laughs> is. It's amazing. so good. Yeah, isn't it amazing. You oh know, my God. 48 hours. 48 hours. If if I, if someone would have told you with 48 hours in my training that you could go from where you were Thursday night to where you are today or where you were Saturday. I mean, what would you say to them if they told you that before that experience?
6: How? How is that even possible? Yeah. yeah. What, I would say impossible.
3: Selling? What? Yeah, what yeah. <laughs> what are you selling? What kind of psychotropic drugs? Are those those new mushrooms I read about? <laughs> you know, what are what are you what are you talking about? Because that ain't possible. But you know, you're blessed because uh you have uh uh good people in your life, you know, uh the Rhodes, Mike Rhodes and Brian Rhodes, you know, with EcoTint in Las Vegas, they, they've they invested in a lot of people. They probably sent 60 people to my training, and they buy classes and give them. And they approached uh, you about going. They said, hey, I got a gift for you, uh, and I'd love, bless you for it uh, with it. And you took them up on their offer Thursday night. Be honest. When you went into class, where were you at mentally, emotionally? Where were you at Thursday night before class?
6: Well, Thursday night, I was trying to figure out potentially what would be going on. But uh, I tried to stifle those kind of thoughts because I, 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 I did not believe that Brian would, would t- put me into something that, that would either hurt me or manipulate me in some kind of yeah. negative way. So I did my yep. best to, to, have that, to have faith um, yep. that what I was about to go through would be for my benefit. And holy cow, I, I, I couldn't have been more correct in in that yeah. assessment.
3: Uh, yeah, and Thursday is if – yeah, Dallin, Dallin, is it fair to say that when you went into my class, before you got to my class, that you were struggling, that you were struggling with um, oh. emotional stuff? Right? I mean, give us a kind of – where were you at mentally and emotionally before you came into Leadership Awakening?
6: I wasn't. I wasn't in control. I didn't have my heart um my whole life i didn't even realize that i wasn't even in the the in the driver's seat or the captain's chair of my own ship and to make matters worse my i wasn't i was never connected to my heart and i never realized that and my whole life was just utter chaos because my brain was in control and when the brain is in control it's it's chaos it doesn't feel it doesn't it does what it wants and is what it wants has its just all yeah. over the place. And it, and is like, it fair to um, say,
3: Dallin? I'm sorry, Dallin. I was gonna say, is it fair to say you have a lot of pain and hurt that people have done things to you? You've been through things that are very traumatic, very painful. Is that fair to say?
6: That would be extremely accurate—an uh, extremely yeah. accurate thing to say
3: you've been struggling with all that. And you basically in the process and you're a man, we hear about this with women all the time. You're a man, but it, it, you said in class, you said you got your voice back. You said, you know, you were basically checked out that you were on autopilot and you didn't speak up for yourself. And now, I mean, uh, again, are those, those are things you said. That's how, is that how you felt when you, before you went into class? That,
6: and I couldn't speak up because my voice, my, my brain wouldn't let me. It would, it would try and feed what I wanted and throw it back at me, which would create even more chaos
3: yeah and I'm you know I have a saying here and please it's a National Mental Health Awareness Month and so I'm not making light of it but it's just a good point. I say it out loud all the time I'm schizophrenic and so am I uh, because it just it's illogical <laughs> sometimes it's illogical sometimes because what we tell ourselves and what we believe, someone on the outside is going like how could you possibly believe that? How could you possibly think that about yourself? And see, that's what I was talking about beforehand, about the prodigal pig. So you can take a pig and put a suit on it. You can put a Bible in his hand. You could dress it up. You could give it a teaching degree. But A man returns to his vomit right and a, right? and a sour cleaner. we go to what we know, and if that 's all we know is pain and hurt and brokenness and in order to get through that pain and hurt and brokenness as a young person as a child, then we start acting in certain ways, so we don 't so we make it as painless as possible. we just survive, we just get through it, but then we grow up, but we never reassess those belief systems. We never reassess the behavior that stems from those belief systems. And so here we are. We're son of the father, but we're acting like a pig. Sound familiar?
7: That is absolutely accurate.
3: Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? God gave it. I was That's listening so to cool. J. Vernon McGee. Yeah, it's stunning. Uh, it's the prodigal. We talk about the prodigal son, but it's also the prodigal pig. That's what Second 2 Peter 2.22 says. And when you realize, and you know who you are, you're a child of the risen king. You're a powerful man. You rose up in that class. You start out at at one of the lowest people and they're broken, and you rose up through the whole thing. You became one of my leaders uh, in the class. And that's tough training, it's situational leadership. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if you can do that in my class and you did, then you can do that in life, but you gotta believe it. And the problem is if you don't believe it, you'll act as if you're not. But if you do believe it, you'll act as if you do. That's what Henry Ford meant when he said, if you think you can or think you can't, you are correct. And you know this now, Dallin, that our belief systems, they dictate everything, don't they? And what's different today? You believe different things about yourself. You believe some things on Thursday about yourself, but today you believe some different things. What do you believe about yourself that's so much more powerful today? I used to, up until now, I
6: used to... to to have I used to try to have faith that I was a son of God I know that I'm the son of God I know my my purpose is yeah. to help people if I yeah. um, at Walmart uh, Saturday night after training I I would look around and I would try and look at people and I try and see what uh, not correction, I I would look at them and yeah. focus on them and see what they Yep. What would bring them joy? If I were to stroke that that one thing that would bring them joy that they yep. have pride in, and and would lift them up, and I did it. Uh, yep. There was a gentleman Isn't that, that, cool? that uh, I could tell it was his beard, and it was a beautiful beard. And I went up to uh, as I was passing, I said, "Hey man, I love your beard. This is such a beautiful beard with all the emotion." That, that, that I could bring to, to him. And he just lit up and he was, yeah. and his whole countenance was just lifted. And I did that multiple times. Uh,
3: yeah. and, and now that I, want, I want to and address I- that, <laughs> Dallin. I want to address that because a lot of people might say, well, that's not a big deal. It is a big deal to people. The words we're called to be—it is because we're called to be encouragers, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the word encourage means to put courage into somebody. And we're all struggling. I've worked. I've I walked to that class with you, seven people. You know those brothers of yours inside and out, don't you? Uh,
6: better than I ever knew myself before yep. that class.
3: A- absolutely. absolutely. Now, I, now think <laughs> about this, Dallin. I know fifteen thousand people that way. 15,000 people that way (laughs) I've been so I I would think it's fair to say and you know this I know people right yes people want to know people want to know they matter People want to know they're special. People want to love and be loved. (laughs) People want to provide for their kids. People want to have safety. You know, I don't care what the skin color. I don't care what your religiosity. We all want the same things. We're far more similar than different. Hey, we're getting ready to go. What's the last thing you'd like to say to our listeners? Anything you'd like to share? Um, You know, should people go to this training? Why should they go? You got about a minute, quickly. Go to this
6: training. If you don't, Oh my! god, If you have the opportunity to go and you don't, you are missing out on one of the biggest things that will ever change your life. And I, I, I listened to people in, in in this class that didn't believe it that they that they would change that they were totally blown away. I was totally blown away. Get up, go and do it. Believe in yourself. Believe in this training. It is amazing. And yeah, Mr. It's... Black is absolutely a man called of God to do this nah, to help well, us. Very... That's what he
3: very wants, kind. and he does it. Amen. Well, that's very kind of you, brother. Very kind of you. I'm just a broken man like everybody else, but uh, I do have a I do have a process that works, and has been doing it for 30 years. And Dallin, you're living proof. And we're coming back to Vegas August 18th, Dallin. So let's get someone that you know get, get starfish in, okay?
6: Well, the, the the hope is to get my wife in there.
3: Amen. Amen. <laughs> the Amen. Hope, the hope Amen. is to get
6: my wife in there because she's, she's she's showing interest
3: amen and then and to be equally yoked is sweet it's like having a brand new honeymoon all right brother gotta go god bless you we'll talk soon all right ladies and gentlemen after the break you're gonna get some more hope we're gonna be piling it on we'll be right back i feel all dead inside
4: why don't you say something righteous and hopeful for a change why don't you dig how beautiful it is out here
5: Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee.
7: Leadership Awakening
2: is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional communication training, to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge
4: You could win $5,000 just by being kind. Freedom 1570 and Air Mechanical present the Kindness Challenge. Do something nice for someone, then enter it into the Kindness Challenge now through May 31st. You could win $5,000 and bless a charitable organization with another $5,000 donated in your name. Go to freedom1570.com. The Kindness Challenge, brought to you by Air Mechanical.
2: For the life of your home, visit Think ever.
7: As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard.
4: Join Andrew Parker this Sunday evening at 6 as he talks politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, every Sunday evening at 6, here on Freedom 1570.
1: I'm impressed
2: with my attorney burning
1: Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Life in
2: capitalism always ends in billionaires. This thing that we live in
1: starves people. Contemplate this on the tree of woe.
3: Whoa! I am black, and you are back to being under construction. You know that's what it's about. You know we can't really change our past. We just got to accept it. And it's a cancel check. And we can't really change the future. It's not really guaranteed if you think about it. Uh, we got to live in this place called the now. Uh, it's the now where change takes place. It's the now where, where passions are realized. It's the now. See, and if I don't like my past, then I could dry that line in the sand and say up until now. And then I can start doing something different. And that's where the saying time heals all wounds comes in. Because it's not really that time heals the wounds. What it is, a process of time expiring and moving allows for there to be distance from what you used to do to what you do now. See, what happens is we, we misplace our identity for our behavior. And see, they're two different things. Behavior can be changed pretty easily. But identity is hard to change. That's the story of the prodigal son. That's the story of the prodigal pig. Now, the story of the prodigal son, the way I told you, you never heard that one. Because that won't sell many books, and that won't bring about a lot of fear. But I'm going to tell you right now, the son was always the son, even when we left his father disgracefully. The son was always the son, even when he slopped around in the pigsty. The son was always the son, even when he came back. Stinky and smelling like pigs. Gross. still the son. He just acted like a pig. And just the same way, you can take a pig out of the slop and clean it up and give it a Bible and give it a bib and give it a job and give it a dictionary. But at some point, it's going to go back to the slop. At some point, it's going to oink oink all over you because it's a pig. That's what pigs do. See, the key is to separate your behavior from your identity. Just because you've been doing something this way for a while doesn't mean you can't go back home to who you originally were. And with that being said, let's go to the phone lines. Let's welcome uh, Jed to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Jed? Fantastic, Mister Black. How are you? Thanks for having me. You yeah. Uh, I'm in the hands of God. Well, I'm, uh, it's an honor to have you, my friend. Honor to have you. So you're from the beautiful city of Sacramento in that foreign country called California, right? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> sure. so what, what brought you outside my door? Uh, you know, everything brings somebody to me. I always ask people when they get in front of me, what brought you to me? So what brought you to the outside of my door Thursday night?
7: Well, um,
3: you know, I've been seeking
7: out something and I wasn't really quite sure what it was, you know, being a CEO in our company, um, just not really sure where I was at in my life, what I wanted, what my passion was, what my goals were. And, uh, I spoke to a guy named Brad and, uh, he really recommended this strongly through my dad and through me. And he said, this class would be, um, an incredible experience. So, I figured, what the heck? I might as well sign up and see what it is. I had really no idea what I was getting into. None whatsoever. None at
3: all. (laughs) none at all. That's what's so funny. You know, he's a CEO of a company. His dad created a company. What about forty years ago? How old is Iron Mechanical? Iron's only about fifteen years old. Yep. Okay, fifteen years old. Your dad's been doing it in business for forty years, but so about fifteen years old. Dad has
7: forty plus. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. So he created this great company and Brad who owns Descor Builders, uh, actually he's re- retiring now. This transition of ownership there. Brad Neil built the, their company using this training uh, as a foundation for their company. And so you you you're wanting to take over this thing and kind of make it your own, take what your dad did and take it to another level. But, but basically you 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 didn't have a purpose. You had a good job, you're a good Team member, uh, you're a good-looking guy. You got a good wife. You got a good kids. I mean, I mean, Jed's life is pretty good before you ever walked through my door, right? Oh yeah. I mean,
7: I would have told you I had a perfect life, you know. And yep. I and I do, I do. I have yeah. a great life. Um, yep. Oh, absolutely. Gosh dang. You know, but the class. Was I was leaving. Made you look different,
3: huh? Yeah. There you go. What was it? I'm oh sorry. man, absolutely.
7: Yeah, I was leaving a lot on the table. I mean, at home, at work. Everywhere in my life, I was just leaving stuff on the table, and I don't want to do that anymore, and I'm not doing that anymore.
3: Yeah. See, that's what we call good enough. See, people like Jed Jed's a good-looking guy. Um, he- he's a uh, uh, – well, excuse my language, but we're joking about this. He's a member of the Lucky Sperm Club. He- he's He's got it going good for him. He has a g- good family, good bones, good – I mean, it's, it's it's well. And before, he was still doing good. He was still being a good employee or a good te- a boss, good team member. He was still being a good husband. But in the class, he said he learned he was leaving stuff on the table. There are two places to leave our stuff, leave you can leave it on the table. And that's a sales analogy. That means you grabbed a hold a loaf of hanging fruit. You grab the easy stuff. Someone gave you a dollar and you grabbed it where they should have been giving you $100 because they needed A, B and C. The other place to leave your stuff is on the field. And that's when you expend yourself in a worthy cause, heart, body, and soul. There is nothing left. You got mud and grass stains on your jersey of life. Your head's been banged up. You got a chunk of dirt hanging out of your forehead because you slammed in the face. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. And up until now, you were leaving it on the table. Now you're ready to leave it on the on the field, right? Oh yeah, it's it's. uh <sighs>
7: Mr. Black, I can't even tell you. I mean, it's life-changing, the experience. I mean, I, I just look around at the way things have been. I mean, I've only been back at the office since Monday. What's it, Thursday? Uh, yeah. The feel is different already. I mean, the things yeah. at home are different already. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, you start showing up with some enthusiasm and passion, and, you know, you got clear direction at work, and everybody sees that. I mean, it's changing it's changing quick yeah, it's, around here it's, it's, it's infectious
3: it's more infectious than covid-19 isn't it no matter what variant right it's just it spreads <laughs> exactly. doesn't it and no mask oh, yeah. needed and, I mean, and no vaccine required <laughs> oh, my team here is they're
7: so excited i mean i i can you guys can't have enough of those classes right now i mean they're uh, that,
3: they're pumped i mean they so see cool. it
7: in me so
3: yeah that's yeah. so cool and i got to tell you you know your dad called i told you in tears he said, thank me. He said, you gave my son back. He said, my son was always a good man. I mean, he does well in work. He does well in life. He's always good. He goes, but uh, my, I raised him up in the way of God. And just for a reason, he's he hasn't been there. And uh, now he's come back home. And I don't know if you heard the first segment. That's why it's called this the prodigal pig and not talk about you specifically. But really, where we're, the Bible says if you raise up a child in the way of a God, then he'll never depart. And what that really means is the, they might go away, the world pulls on them, but eventually they'll come back because it's in their DNA. It's in their bones. And your mom mm-hmm. and dad are great parents. You know that. They put a lot of good stuff in you. Oh, yeah. And we get, we get sideways sometimes. We get pulled this way and pulled that way. And it, whether it's intentional or not, we all of a sudden, we realize, hey, we're off course. It's the same thing with a marriage. You know, if you don't feed it, mm-hmm. if you don't take care of it. All of a sudden, you look at each other one day, what happened to our passion? What happened to our... It needs to be worked. It needs to be fed. Uh, And so the class is Leadership Awakening because it is a wake-up call. It is an awakening. First of all, I'd like to know, uh, 48 Hours, uh, uh, and what i 'd like to do is keep on for another segment right now, I want to talk the personal stuff I mean for you individually, not necessarily personally, but it could be uh, and then afterwards, I want to talk mm-hmm. about the bigger picture how how to build the culture using what we 're talking about because I think that 's what people need to know that really culture is what 's about because everything comes from the culture uh, everything comes from the seed that you plant if you plant apples you 're going to get apples if you plant carrots you 're going to get carrots and that 's what business culture is so but this this segment let 's finish out focused on you what do you think think you right now if you had to pinpoint something Jed what's the biggest takeaway the biggest benefit you got from 48 hours in leadership awakening
7: This is going to sound crazy because I never really thought I lost them but my yeah. family I mean yeah. I feel like I got my family back and wow. I mean I went I went to uh I go home every day I love them I hug them I'm good to my wife I'm a loyal husband my whole life But, I mean, talk about clarity. That was, and then most importantly, I mean, my relationship with God. I mean, that's not going to happen to everybody in that class, I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah, of course. He's been tugging on me for a long time. And it's just, I mean, I have the Lord back in my life. I feel like I have my family back, like I haven't had them in probably
3: ever. Wow. Well, I gotta tell you, yeah. to hear your emotion and your voice, see, that's the most important thing. As you were saying that, you got choked up. I mean, you got choked up, and yeah. right? I mean, that's powerful. Yeah. Just thinking about your wife and your kids. I mean, you got emotional, you yeah. got choked up. And again, you you have the boats, you have the, the vacations, you have the house, you have a beautiful wife, I'm sure, you have beautiful boys, I'm sure, all that. and And yet you most people say man you're so lucky and you're around your kids you're doing stuff with your kids but for you to say i got my family back and it touched you it got you choked up and your dad got choked up talking about getting you back i mean that's why i do what i do and what what have you noticed differently at work have you noticed yourself carrying on differently
7: oh yeah um i mean it's just the whole multitude of things i mean when you're going showing up to work and you're excited and you're not scared, you're not fearful of failure. Instead, you're excited about opportunity. Um, you, and not scared to speak up cause you know, and trust in what you're saying. Um, I God, it's, it's so hard to pinpoint, but immediately my first meeting on Monday morning, I felt different. Just everything yep. about it was different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to have a huge impact, Mister Black. I mean, uh, yep. it changed the world one day at a time, man. I I wake up every day right now, like
3: just super excited about the opportunity <laughs> in front of me. I, uh, that, that is yeah. so cool. And that's contagious. A good leaders enthusiastic. And I'm telling you, people are noticing it. Uh, I remember your dad ref- referenced me that uh, someone in your high end on the financial side called him up after talking to you and said, Dad, Jed's ready. He's ready to take us to the next level. I mean, whatever you said to him, whatever he saw, this guy goes... Terry, he's ready. He's ready. So uh, stay on the line, Jed. We're getting ready to go to heartbreak. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about the bigger picture, how we impact communities, how we impact our culture at work, how we impact uh, the people around us. So stay on the line. We'll be right back uh, after three minutes. Bye-bye. This is what
5: change looks like.
0: If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net.
4: Sightseeing in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
0: Hi, I'm Ben Hageman. I own American Pressure with my brother. Being family-owned and operated has allowed us to be very nimble and plan for demand and growth. Yes, we have machines and accessories on the shelf, with more arriving every day. We focus on delivering value by offering a full range of pressure washers and steam cleaners, and we are looking forward to taking care of our customers for years to come. Give us a call at 763-521-4442. American
1: Pressure. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker.
5: Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
7: For probably two-thirds of my
3: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Today we are blessed because we got people who are living life like they matter. Recent graduates from Leadership Awakening. And we're blessed to have uh, Jed joining us. So, Jed, again, I thank you for your time, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. so, hey, I want to bring up, you know, you're CEO, you're building company, uh, and to me, it's all about culture. You know, we used we toss words around and we don't really know what words mean, but, you know, we talk about business culture, American culture. Uh, and, and and business culture is the human side of our businesses it's the hearts and minds of our people their habits their beliefs their attitudes you know the the way they interact with each other it, it's also the values that underlay all decision making It's I consider a foundation for all relationships with our customers internal and external and so what I do in the class and I tell you this the first night is I create a culture of not accepting good enough of creating a sense of urgency yeah. that demand absolute focus demand not accepting good enough if you make a mistake Shake, that's okay. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. And you saw that culture. And once everybody bought in the culture, you saw uh, seven individuals become a powerful team. I mean, you experienced that, correct?
7: Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it's incredible watching watching the transformation of some of these men that were in that class with me. It was uh, one of the most powerful things I've ever personally witnessed. Um, yeah, it's phenomenal. You know, like, like you said, I went in yeah, I went into it. Like, you know, I feel like I was pretty good, pretty strong. Yeah. You know, I feel like I, w- I was a leader, all these things. Mm-hmm. And uh holy smokes, the things that I learned in that class and the impact yep. and the experiences and watching these other yep. men just change yep. right before your eyes it was just unreal. It's unreal. priceless.
3: It's It's hard to even explain. That's why I call it situational leadership. You know, a lot of people ask me, you said the same thing. What do we call that? is it is it you call it training is it's it's really not training it's way more than that it's a is it experience it's really not you know know, it's situational leadership right i mean you gotta you gotta fly by the seat of your pants you got a lot of pressure put on you Uh, it's chaos organized chaos uh and in the process you rise up you learn what you're made of is that fair what i said described it
7: yeah i mean 100 percent. i mean you yeah it's a little uncomfortable it's a little strange you're out. Outside of your comfort zone. I mean, I was one of yeah. the most powerful things. that I mean, you said a ton of things, but the whole comfort zone, yeah. most of us live in our comfort zone. That's where people yep. go to die. Dreams go to die. I mean, yep. that's the kind of stuff that was just like you're sitting in there doing these things that you have laid out in front of us and you, the impact they end up having when you start them. You're kind of like, oh, what am I doing? And then all of a sudden you realize when it's all put together. I mean, wow. I've just been living in my yeah. comfort <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and doing pretty good. What kind and see, of, that's what kind the of man is
3: that though? Like it's so boring yeah. living in your comfort. Yeah, you're right. Uh, see, you're you know, you're it's, good enough. It's no fun. That's right. Yeah. But think about this, Jeb. This is what Jeb, This is what happens. We because our seventy or eighty percent for some of us is impressive. We start settling in. That there it becomes our comfort zone because just half harding it. My dad just it half assing it, mm-hmm. but just half harding it. Right? You could do better than yeah. most, and that was the lie. That was the lie that you bought into. Don't you see it? And now that is a big mm-hmm. lie, because what fun is that? My family deserves the best of me. My employees deserve the best of me. My God demands the best of me. Amen. So put your big boy God, pants amen. on and let's go. Right? Come right?
7: on, man. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> He didn't put uh, me out here. I, I
7: realize now that I didn't get put here to be okay or average. That's yep. not what I'm here for. Amen. Not what I'm here for. And I've just been letting him down and everybody around me down.
3: Up until now. <laughs> up until now that's I'm, right i'm telling you I,
7: i've never been more enthusiastic about my life more excited about the things that are out in front of me um it's crazy do i have a minute to tell like a little quick like story yeah, go ahead yeah go ahead so um this morning or in the middle of the night last night this is wanted to speak to like this whole process is i mean i've, I've been like floating and in the middle of the night last night, I woke up, and something didn't feel right. You know, I felt like something else was tugging on me, right? And I tossed and turned the rest of the night, woke up at 444, not 445, you know, without the alarm, like you guys yep. talked about. Yep, but uh, I, I get up, and I walk into my bathroom, and something something's different, right? And I pick up my phone, and what do I have? I have a text from Mr. Black, and immediately... I'm reading words of God, the stuff that you sent out, my mind, everything I realized right away. Like somebody's pulling on me, somebody's fighting over me, and I could feel it just right away. And was able with these things that we've learned to be able to correct it and get my mind back in the right place. And it took a little bit this morning. You know, you texted me, which I can't thank you enough for the support, um, the the, um, verses that you told me to read. I mean, what I realized is it's going to be a battle but you've yep. given us tools in that class to to fight every day like a warrior doesn't wake up one day and be a warrior right that's right it just doesn't happen it's you got to put in the effort and uh yeah I just, so that was just like a quick little short story of mm. you know it's going to be it's going to be tough you're not going to wake up every day and it's not going to be you know it's not going to be sunshine and roses all the time you got to right. that's what that's what this training's about is how to deal with it
3: right that's right, that's right. Well, I'm uh, proud to know you, and you already got, what, about 10 people signed up already, and you're just starting, and your dad's on some fancy golf course in California talking about us to a right couple, th- you know, that's so cool. So I'm excited. We're going to change the world together, and whether anybody likes it or not, too bad. Na 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 nah, nah, right, brother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friend. Hey, God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks. Okay, Jed? Thanks for everything, Mr. Black. You guys have a you're great welcome, day. Mommy. All right, you too, my friend. I want to share some words with you from Evelyn C. Sanders. Says, come home with me, said the prodigal son. We'll sing and dance and have lots of fun. We'll wine and dine with women and song. You'll forget you're a pig before very long. So the pig slipped out while mama was asleep. Shook off the mud from the mire so deep. Around his neck was a bow so big he's going to show the world a pig's, not a pig. With a snout in the air, he trotted along with a prodigal son who was singing a song. It must be great to be a rich man's son, he would surely find out for the day was done. It didn't take him long to realize his mistake. He'd been scrubbed and rubbed till his muscles ached. He squealed when they put a gold ring in his nose and winced with pain when they trimmed his toes. He sat at the table on a stool so high, a bib round his neck and a fork to try, while the prodigal son in his lovely robe kept feeding his face, so glad to be home. When the meat came around, the pig gave him a moan, It looked too much like a kind of his own. He jumped from his chair with a grunt and a groan, darted through the door and headed for home. His four little feet made the dust ride high, for he didn't stop till he reached that sty. It's what's on the inside that counts, my friend, for a pig is a pig till the very end. The pigs and sons are marching to and fro from pig pen to father's house. Again, back they go. It's hard for me to tell just who is who with cleaned up pigs and dirty sons and then vice versa too. But in the end, on this you can rely. The sons will fill the father's house and the pigs will fill a sty. See, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of pigs in the father's house, and there's a lot of sons and daughters in the pigsty. And I believe what I do at Like It Matters is I, I pull you out of the wherever you're at and I have you take an honest look at yourself. We clean up the past. We refocus on the future. We take a look at the belief systems that got us into our mess, and we change those that don't serve us well. We wipe off the winch of life with all the shouldas, shoulda done this and shoulda done that. We resuscitate the heart. And we put you back, cleaned up, $90,000 checkup, ready to live your life like it matters. That's what I do. I'm not here to sell you on anything. Uh, I see a need, I meet a need. I'm not interested in your money. I'm interested in your soul. I'm interested in your heart. I'm interested in your mind. And by the way, so is many other people out there. And if they're blocked up with hurt and pain and regret and fear and doubt, how can you truly live to your potential? When are we going to quit accepting good enough? We're we're better than this. Too many of us are living below who God made us. It's time to come home. It's time to get rid of that muck and mire that the world put on us that you were never meant for. It's time to shake it off and step up. A righteous person will stumble seven times but get back up but the wicked those pigs those dogs they stumble into ruin you're under construction on the like it matters radio network i am mr black helping you become more hopeful about your future reminding you when you live your life like it matters it does
0: the kid knows nothing not a joke